Welcome to Let's Talk. Where ordinary people are doing extraordinary things. We are live and interactive. With education. Spoken word. YouTube, and all the other streaming channels. Uh, you guys, could you mute your mics, please? Um, it's Tuesday night, another great night for the Poetry Corner. Uh, Tuesday at 8 o'clock, we have the same sh same uh, interesting, beautiful bunch here. Uh, sometimes I love to see these beautiful faces. Uh, so they're here on blast. So we're going to start off with the uh, the maestro of the show. King Atterbury, he's going to start today and, and run the show. Unmute your mic, King. Unmute your mic, King. Yeah, what's up, everybody? How y'all doing? No. This is a piece I titled. All right. That's what's up. This piece is titled King Atterbury, Inc. Move across margins, left and right mentality. My reality is challenged by this off-world tragedies. Rich in heart, illuminate in dark, without an angel seen. My new rhyme schemes show a picture of my new meme. This is what I do, is a logo on this poet's hand. I'm powered by father's father's spirit you don't understand. Same in issues issued by a judge, it's legally now. Gentleman quality style, feel my verse, I'm never out of bounds. Definitely in my bag, ancestral jewelry on whichever wrist. My off days of working on smoking California cannabis. Mixed drink on deck as I pen pad new material. Got that Justice League aura, that's why I get lyrical. Ride waves of my poetry, colleagues and members. The Poetry Corner book was manifested so you'll remember. Join elites, not to compete, but give a treat that run deep. As I reach my mountains and stand tall on grounded peaks, King. Yeah. 
All right. We're going to go in this order. Nicole, you going to ride the wave right now. So this is untitled. Um, give me one second. And this, this was, um, it took a little bit to get through just thinking about everything. So um, here it goes. Let's see. I pressed firmly on my notepad, squeezing and choking the bottom half of its body. Thoughts fluidly flow as it moves rapidly and spilling onto the line pages. These are the drops of blood flowing out of my pen. It's bleeding profu profusely with the hurt, pain, disgust, and distrust many have had, have, and will feel. It is bleeding for those who are force forcefully silenced. It is bleeding for those whose rights were violated and revoked. It's bleeding for the mother and the father who had a child's life taken with the squeeze of a trigger. It's bleeding for that brother or sister whose sibling's life was exterminated as if it was an annoying bug buzzing in their ear. It is bleeding for that niece or nephew who just the other day confided with them a secret that would not be understood by their parents. It's bleeding for that honor uncle who is so much more than family, but a true friend. It's, ble it's bleeding for that friend or lover who was promised they would call when they got home, but never did. My pen bleeds out with, without clotting so that someone else won't. Bleeding to speak on the truth that has been twisted up and molded into a lie. The fabrication about a person's character to make spilling blood a, a justifiable act. Bringing up an irrelevant past that had no bearing on the right now. Misconstruing facts that were seen by your own two eyes. My pen bleeds for the brokenhearted ones whose heart will never be fully mended. My pen bleeds to expose the indiscretions that continually seem to be overlooked. My pen bleeds for the making of a better world. It drips drops of compassion that need to be felt regardless of race. Drops of humanity as well as love for your fellow man. And my pen will continue to bleed because the smallest trip, trickle of ink will stay in your memory so it cannot ever be forgotten. My pen will not be capped. It will be left to freely flow. In peace. Yes. Wow. Wow. That's, that's yes. why. Yes. Yes. I like that. Thank you. Definitely. All right. That brother was beautiful, Nicole. We're going to come in with you, brother. All right. 
This piece is called Bleeding Pen. There's a hole in my pen and the ink just bleeds and bleeds when in the year 2021, my blackness is a worldwide threat and none, none of my scribbling has meaning if I can't stop dreaming. These nightmares of reality, looking at Black Lives tragedy of how our melanin makes others wipe us out. It started with Rodney King, what was a traffic stop all about? Had our brother asking, can we all just get along? Yet white America just keeps doing us wrong. There's a handful of you that want to help us get it right. Then those that turn a blind eye in the daylight. So many instances, my heart bleeds like my ink. I pray another night I don't need to take a drink. But when I see my brothers, sisters, and children being murdered for being black, that's when I realized that traffic stop led to several of decades of innocence being slaughtered. I'm wondering if one of my sons will be murdered at the hands of the same police officers that needed more training. When arresting or dealing with black Americans complaining that they panicked when they deal with other white people, they're calm. And we are amazed at how whites get away with being illegal and live to talk about it. Whites can walk down the block and not worry about it. While we have to pray that we can make it home safely, I'm tired of printing and writing in cursive painfully to scribe about the injustices we face every day. Why must Black people continue to pay for your ignorance in today's society just because you want to be racists and use your authority to try to eliminate us? My pen bleeds because we bleed, thus I will continue to use my voice through my leaking pen to shine light on you monsters that think it's okay to sin but killing us? Her said, when you see us, see us. Sign the bleeding pen. That's that piece. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Definitely fly, man. Strong ink on there. Thank you. All right. Right, right now, we, we're going to go with you, Julia. Good evening. This is a this is a simple remix of a piece um, made today. It in, involves everything that happened today along with um, one of my favorite scenes from The Color Purple. Your boy, your boy. Seemed like if he hadn't have been your boy, he would have made somebody halfway a decent man. You took my son away from me, and you know he was the only man that ever loved me. But that's okay. He's beside me now. Along with Sean, Ahmad, Brianna, Sandra. Today was just the first step. Trust. We are all going to sit around and whoop your ass. And peace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was dude. That was <laughs> that was wild. All right, um, Adrian, we're gonna come in with you. Okay. This piece is called "Why My Pen Bleeds." My pen bleeds because I don't have the love I need to survive on. My pen bleeds because I don't have the means to thrive on. My pen bleeds due to the violence that plagues our streets. Those guns the police, 
the police have silenced our heartbeats. My pen bleeds because there's no justice for the unjust. Armageddon is imminent. Our hearts are broken. Our energy is spent. My pen is bleeding because the world lacks what it's needing. Black lives matter. All lives matter. Whatever opinions, point of views. <sighs> My pen bleeds so much I can no longer watch the news. I thought to escape within books, tears hidden that no one looks. So now you know why my pen is bleeding. Love, understanding, justice is what I and the world is needing. And that's that piece. Mm. Yes. 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 <clears throat> that was definitely dope. All right, right now we got Brother Mojave. What's going on, bro? I was late, but I'm here. <laughs> but you here? That's what's up. I'm here. So yeah. on you, brother. I'm not doing any uh, black poems, revolutionary poems. I'm tired. Um, I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all can take all that extra space. I'm. I'm. The weight is heavy, and even though it's some things, it's just like it's just it's just. I got some personal over the hill. There's much more to climb, so. I'm just going to hit y'all with some love poems because that's what I'm doing tonight. All right. Um, this is from uh, our writing prompt uh, in the Honey Drippers called Prolonged Pleasure. Come to me. Let me drink in the sight of you. How your eyes dance with every smile asking my gaze to waltz with you. Let me steal a kiss. The taste of your lips is bliss and let me take my time slowly. Though my blood is in a rush, I ask you to hush and allow your cheeks to be painted with the blush. <laughs> Sorry. Of sudden heat and arousal. And what are we if we are not our wants? Our desires acted out in our mind's eye. And here you are, vision, beautiful. Slowly becoming in a state of undress as I passionately press my lips into the sensitive part of you. Sweetly, meekly, like I don't deserve you or more like I was to preserve you. Your portion given to me is a way, is a play of how your grasp and self the place on display these nipples asking to be tasted, ripples foopling beneath tongue, electric waves, EDM songs sung, vibes, vibrations, the maturation of the ideas of sex, the complex of touch made so that it's never too much. Time is a factor. It is an issue. As I titillate soft tissue, make you breathe differentations while your mind loses track and wonders. I want to take you under while I go under to sunder your celibacy. Get you to give me all levels of your O's. This slow flow till you give and you can't take no more. Poem. Spinning the world. <laughs> All right, right now, Adwina, we're gonna rock out with you. Okay, good evening, everybody. I, I, this piece is called Prometheus. Be encouraged, 
by any means except the attention of human beings, Prometheus. I wish you understood the difference between what is right and what's good. Be encouraged by any means except to be judged by anything but love, Prometheus. I guess the saying as well, intentions pave the way to hell. Be encouraged. No matter how shattered the name that precedes you, there is sacrifice in what you were meant to do. Prometheus, the fire thief, you do anything for the love you need. Your courage is the curse. Your your courage is the curse tied to your worth. Demigod doing the Lord's work, they'll burn you, but a new world you'll birth. Be bold, Prometheus. The pain is a lie. It may feel like it, but you'll never die. And that's that piece. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Coming through brewing. All right. Gina Stone. Okay, so I won't mute myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um I like the I like the bleeding pen uh aspect. So I'm titling my freestyle blood clot. I realize as a child that even a small cut for me, come sometimes become a medical emergency. I remember the first time I skinned my knee. Maybe it was my ankle. I can't remember. But all I remember was all the blood that you see. It was crazy. It was first just the rim of my bobby sock and then the lace. And then down to the toe and across the middle of my foot, too. My mom said, what did you do? I ran next to the bush that had the thorns. It was a rose bush and it was in bloom. I didn't realize at the time that I was going to injure myself and receive stitches for the first time. But I remember I'd had some other previously. So it's one of those things that always plagued me. I'd been hoping, praying, even trying to write into existence a way for my blood to find its way to clot. And I wouldn't be stuck with all of these injuries that were so devastational from my parents and my siblings. I had friends who would be worried. I could have a sleepover and get a nosebleed. Then their mom would be in a panic. My mom would be called and I would go home immediately. It would stop eventually, but it would be the length of time that it took that would make the other moms take a second look. They would be concerned, like, is she a hemophiliac? My mom says, no. Her blood just got slowly, as a matter of fact. It's a real thing. It happens to a lot of people. So it seems that I was always anemic, and my pain was the way that I escaped some of the misery of the things that I had been dealing with, even to this day. Um, I got this brand-new kitchen gadget. It was one of those graters that allows you to do all the amazing things. You can slice onions and tomatoes so thin that you can see through them. Well, there's a card that you must use, and I've used it plenty of times. But the funny thing that happened was that I thought I had it, and I didn't. And I shaved off the tip of this knuckle. started to bleed so fast and so much that I felt my knees buckle. I weakly called out for my mom who was in the other room, and she said, what have you done? I said, I cut me. All of the previously grated cheese needed to be disposed of. It was a contaminated thing. I wasn't worried about the meal that I had been preparing. We had to get me to the hospital immediately. I remember her telling me to hold my hand above my heart until we got there. It's about 12 minutes from here to there. It seemed like an eternity, though. 
because there was so much blood and it continued to flow. The cut was small, I tell you, but it was scary for me. So it's one of those things that I've always had to be aware of. There's some things that go on with my body I have no control over, but I don't worry, I pray. And every single day, I've been blessed and highly favored because I'm still here in spite of the fact that I have had what would, in my opinion, be minor catastrophes that could have been major just due to the blood loss. I use my pain so that I can soften the blows in my life because sometimes the world's not this soft. But the beautiful thing about it is this. I know that what I've done and overcome will be an inspiration to others. So I will not cap my pain. And right now, I'm not worried about it being able to clot. Only problem that I have is my blood. And I know that that won't immediately stop. What I can do is this. Share my voice with all of you and inspire you by the things that I do. I'm Dean Storm. Thank you for indulging me in this. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Let's go, Gina. All right. All right, right now we're going to go with you, uh, Lady A. Um, a great many things are um, caused me to write. I have um, a few points here that perhaps you'll, hopefully you'll like. Um this particular one is about a little boy that um, was born with cancer and went through treatments at a very young age, just newborn surgeries. And his mother would call him the wizard. And I wrote this in honor of him. It's called The Wizard of Us. Once upon a darkened night, the wizard Fergus longed for light. He had his candle wax and wicks, and up his sleeves he had new tricks. From grains of sand divinely superb and blazing flames he fashioned orbs. He lured them into a bath where they were tempered into glass. Lightning from his eyes was spun, piercing the orb now called the sun. He tossed the sun out through the door. A brilliant light, dawn was born. Fergus reserved a ray for night, Black as pitch, there was no light. Sliced the ray into sparkling molds, gave birth to stars, heaven's marigolds. More orbs were spun from for Neptune and Mars until the universe was filled with stars. The final orb was created and strewn into the night he hung the moon. This is the tale of how it began of earth and sun and moon and man. The wizard Fergus, a gifted art artist, created the world and all its stardust. That is beautiful. Beautiful. Thank all you. right, lady. Eh? Thank you. All right. That's beautiful. beautiful. Definitely. Definitely. And he's, 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 he's six years old today, so he's done well. Yeah. Wow. That's what's up. That's awesome. All right. Adrian, we're going to slide in with you right now. <laughs> Your mic is muted, Adrian. All right. Okay. This piece is called 
say yes. You send me with your words as high as the sky. My heart takes flight, expressing yourself to me. You stepped out without a safety net, not knowing if my lips were soft, if your arms could hold me, seeing if your intellect could be stimulating to my soul, as well as a calming balm to my mind. Can you handle my apprehension as you give sensation to my skin? Can goosebumps really appear all over you, over me? How can you touch me so intimately, yet not touch me at all? You're calm to my skittishness, alleviates trepidation to opening the door to something I thought long gone. I imagine soft kisses on my cheek, on my lips. Your arms stretch out. Could I run in them and erase all doubt? We aren't on the same plane. Yet there's a place of calm that speaks to my soul. It's been so long, I almost forgot what it feels like to be taken, to be cherished. My finger closest to my heart is bare, but I need you to be there, to be the one. Take the reins, be that man, spirit-filled, the head, taking me to your heart. Can you handle that? Say yes. And that's that piece. Thank you. Definitely on point. All right. Doing it, we're going to swing back around to you. Okay. So the question was what's making your pen bleed? And right now, I am honestly just bracing through trying to sacrifice without sacrificing what's left of my mental health. <laughs> and that is the uh, the reason for this piece. It does have a title. What you doing, girl? I want to say nothing. Not sitting in my car being self-destructive, awaiting motivation that's never coming. I know I should be doing something, cleaning something, greeting someone, solving all life's big conundrums, pouring into wells that I come from, mending all that's come undone, filtering all that comes downstream. Nothing bad should get past me. I'm a holder of so many seats that sitting seems a luxury. Hey, queen, how you doing? I want to say fine or some epithet to pass the time. I'm feeling like a ball of rage that burns below my rib cage for all the things I've overlooked and every loss I ever took. I want to slap her in her face for making me feel out of place. And I want to squish him like a grape. Instead, he gets away with rape. And anyway, I got enough on my plate and it's unladylike to unpack my hate. It doesn't matter anyway, because I've got mad stuff to do today. Wait, damn. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. Don't mind me. I'm just losing my mind. Mommy, are you okay? Of course. It's not like I'm contemplating divorce. A good mother knows it wouldn't be right to consider running away in the dead of the night, at least not for long. Just that wouldn't be nice. Just an arbitrary length of time to decide if it's his life or mine. Let's read a story. Let's bake a pie. Get lost inside your childlike mind. Let's play house. Let's pretend. We like this cage that we're trapped in. Mommy, mommy shouldn't let it slip. 
You're the reason I put up with this. Your happiness, my sacrifice. He pays the bills, may come home at night. The rest is fine. I'm fine. We're fine. Good night. He sprays the bait bugs so they won't bite. I look in the mirror, but not at my reflection. I break it down into little sections, wash my face and brush my teeth, avoid the eyes that look back at me. If I ask for if I asked her how she really felt, my resolve would all but melt. She'd ask, when have you checked on you? And there is just too much to do. I assure myself I don't have time to find out if I'm doing fine or feeling fine. Not really fine. I mean, I know I'm, I'm I know that I will be all right. God's on my side. I'll toe the line. She won't ask questions. I won't ask. I won't see through the looking glass. She won't give the thought, fight, or run a voice. I'll never have to make a choice. I'll snuggle dull in my complacency as long as I never have to look at me. Oh, me, don't worry. I'm doing just fine. If you'll excuse me, I'm busy losing my mind, and I'm anxious to see what's left behind as I write the hardest part of my story. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Let it flow. Let it flow. Ooh. Definitely. Yeah. Nicole, we're going to step through with you. All right. I call this piece Invitation. Invitation. I endeavor to tell you the feelings I have. Somehow, the thoughts of rejection tend to hold my tongue. Seeing you once more flooded my mind with memories. I would like to go back and do the things we should have done. I contemplate on the mutual times we shared together, inseparable, that was you and I. Nowadays, I get so nostalgic when I think of your embrace. I recall my body being held in your arms. Right now is the perfect time to reveal my emotions, the emotions I've buried deep because of the past, of a past relationship. Today, I'm, I am bound no longer by loyalty, and I am extending my arms outward as wide as an ocean or a sea. I invite you to take a dip. It's definitely lighting up on that. All right, Brother Poe, you're up next. All right. <clears throat> the title of this piece is called Sun and Moon Nature. <clears throat> the beauty of change mimics me in the monarch of her presence, only to orchestrate the brisk of the fall leaves persistence as her branches of love are extended searching for the leaves upon her nakedness which I'm gifted, the ambiance of her nature exquisitely magnificent, while her glow in the sunlight creates an explicit love language of the earth, allowing me the ability to see her sunrise as my moon sets and ripples its light across the waves like an angel in disguise, whose halo resembles a crown that shines so majestic while the grass and the everglades bow down the wind hovering over the land as heaven's kiss graces her forehead and she stands tall in the wavering wind as I'm compelled to kiss the oasis of her lips as she bend the will of my sandalwood with an aroma of her essence creating an insightful presence that nature's children look upon with glee 
in amazement as her chemistry of pheromones fills the air vibrantly and in warmth to her hot volcanic motions. Just for one simple kiss in her sunrise with clear devotions to her and only her. I love you. I love you. And that's that piece. Uh, okay. Beautiful. You're knocking it out the park tonight. Uh, thank you all so much. All right. Okay, Julia, we're going to come in with you. Okay. This piece is called Your Agenda for Me. I'm trying real hard not to get lost in my thought. Hard to figure out exactly what to write. I've got to be very careful as not to offend your thought because me being unique and individual is your target for spite. People believe they can manage your dominion by beating you down so you can agree with their opinion. Not readily confident in their own position because for them, what only they think matters. What someone else hears it, when someone else shares it. They're always on the opposite side of things. No control over their own life always trying to add little notes to the song you sing. Where is their spine? Where is their dime? You just gonna always ride with your two cents? That don't make no sense. I don't have to agree with you in order for me to feel right. Your thinking isn't something I should even have to fight. I know your type, I see your hype. You see something and then you think that you did it. But what did you really do? Oh, I see, you hit it. You confess wanting everything and having nothing. You confuse lying with dying and speaking with living and happiness with crying and words with trying. Always trying to add notes to the song I sing. Take me off your list. Take me off your agenda. I'm a real one, solid, clear, salute, pretender. And peace. Hello. Do it in the air. Love it. <laughs> that was dope. Definitely. All right, Gina Storm. I had muted myself. I, I was wrapped up in this <laughs> piece. Um, um, something something happened recently. And I'm um titled my freestyle sign language because I didn't even know that this was a thing until it was a thing. <clears throat> there have been times in my life when I was mute. I know that when you hear me speaking now, that couldn't possibly compute, but um, I was diagnosed with a condition called myasthenia gravis, which in Latin means grave muscle weakness. So part of the things that was lacking in the abilities that I had at the time, you see, would be oratory language. I could not speak. I had to blink once for yes and twice for no. I felt like I was incarcerated in my body. Yet every day I would eat, drink, and do what one does when they're living and they're allegedly still in the process of growth. But I was stagnant, stuck. And I told myself that as long as my mind was functioning, I'd be okay. So every single day, put myself to a task. I would read something, absorb it, so that I could make it last. And then I realized that 
For so long, I had lived in my own mind that I wasn't peopling well any longer. I've been quarantined since before there was a quarantine. Sometimes I'm around folks and I don't even realize that I need to greet them. You see, it's just escaped me. So as I'm getting back in touch with myself and using my languages, I found that there was a nonverbal way for me to communicate with somebody who's very close to me because of a simple sound that I made. And it was just this. He said, what's wrong? I said, I didn't say anything, I sighed. He said, you did, it's the way you did so. Are you all right? At the time, I actually wasn't. I needed a listening ear. I needed a shoulder and he was there. I needed to be comforted and he didn't want to give me a solution but just to hear. It meant the world to me and it came out of a nonverbal exchange. So now we were speaking in what I called sign language. He said, huh. I said, huh? He said, huh? I said, uh. He said, uh? <laughs> I laughed halfway, smiling mostly. He responded in kind. This time his eyes were twinkling, so were mine. And I realized that there are love languages that can be spoken without words being exchanged. So that sign language between he and me was another way for me to communicate, you see. And when his smile touched his eyes the certain way it did to mine, I knew that we were one of a kind. So our friendship is not just a novelty, it's a necessity. So sign language now is part of my vocabulary in peace. Hey, Gina. Oh, my gosh. Very windy. <laughs> All right. Lady A, we're going to come back with you. <clears throat> this one is called A Memory Still Alive. It was the only thing left in the now empty room. Your spirit lingered before it was entombed. Upon my bed, you sat each eve when night fell until my cries became whimpers, then quelled. Every now and then, your breeze caressed my face. Comfort whispered in my ear, it was your sweet embrace. Music spoke our language, each word touching skin. Pain raged through me till your peace filled me within. Imagination never saw the beast tear me asunder, laying still, mind and heart roared like thunder. Insanity gripped in moments of your calm, pulled me back, then lucidity was my song. Scent of your aftershave made vivid your face, at times I could not see it, scarlet red it did replace. Closed eyes conjured, touch, a memory still alive. Fingertips traced my neck, awakened, you died. It was the only thing left in the now empty room. Today, your spirit waits for my long journey home. In poem. All right now, Lady A. Beautiful. All right, definitely. 
Okay. Mojave, you're up next, my brother. Uh, when I when I mute my mic, uh, turn off my screen, that means I'm actually doing something that I don't want you to see. So it's not that me, I'm not ready. <laughs> it means I'm doing something that you don't need to see. Just so you know, for the record. All right. Uh, I'm going to do this piece, and I'm out of here, because you know what it is. Uh, 9 o'clock, uh, swanky takeover. 420 on 420 with the 420. Doing 420. Although I won't be doing 420 this evening. Unfortunately. All right. Old poem. I've got three poems in my head, three of them running around like three badass babies kids that won't go nowhere, won't sit down, won't sit still, won't shut up. They just keep touching everything. They keep touching each other, leaving their feet in my mind's eye, leaving my mind dirty. And I've tried talking to them. I said, I tried to calm them down, saying, I just need to concentrate so I can get you out. When one was screaming, the other one started to scrouch, stressing me, running around my tranquility, teasing my imagination until she cries a dream. Dream gets upset, so she plays for keeps. So a cousin nightmare comes over and fucks with my sleep. <sighs> I asked them what they want to do. What, what do you want to be when you come out? And the first one said, shit. <laughs> I'm going to be some hot spit. Hardcore more, I take no prisoners. I rob you of your senses, bust your ears wide open, have you bleeding like menses. I'm the original rude boy poem. I get your mind high off of all kinds of isms, racism, classism, sexism, exploding through your mind like jism into your frontal lobe. I'm that sick-ass poem that, that messes with your imagination and leaves her pregnant with freedom. This is a dangerous poem. One that made even most ignorant think. And I said, oh, okay, you had my thoughts in a headlock until I had to negotiate for him to stop. And then the next poem with the attitude the cop was the love poem, and all she wanted to do was feel. I mean, on the real, I heard so much about her, like supposedly her and imagination got each other off so many times that few could resist her rhymes. She could screw a haiku into having premature capitulation, break up a couplet, turn some prose into some hoes with some mental masturbation. But she said, I'm not that kind of poem. She said, I'm faithful and I'm ready to the reader. I'm a lover to the listener. And those who could wait to kiss her, they would find her wet with fantasy, dripping with dreams, so art from the skill, she can enter into any imagination and leave them fulfilled. But I killed all notions of that. Told her to step back because a gang of hoets ran too many quatrains on her too many times. I mean, how many times can you come within a rhyme? I mean, how many ways can you count the month, years, months, days past making love by candlelight, rose petal filled tub, incense burning, bathing, passion, desire, yearning? You know, this trip down Lover's Lake was one I refused to take, so I told her to break. Her perfume was giving me a headache. But this third poem, he was, uh, um, how do you describe confused. Uh, mad that he had yet to be used. The mad poet always tell me why I talking shit about the other two and saying, see, see, love, that hoe can't even tell you how many lovers she's been through. And revolution is always trying to creep up on you. Talking about how you bust you and your thoughts till you see red, black, and green for red, white, and blue. As soon as he gets a crumb or two, I bet you he's through. See, me, I'm a good poem. I'll be an unforgettable poem for you. And upon his word, I thought he might be true because he was saying some good verbs. And I thought, he might be that poem that came out and drops written poetic moments on napkins and desktops. He could be that one poem running around while you was walking the hood only to get some paper and lose him for good. So I get ready to write and I ask him what he'd be like. He said, I'll be that truth type poem, that bluest type poem, the one is always down for the cause. Saying me, you'll get applause. Women will drop their jaws because my poetry game is pimp tight. You won't go home alone that night. 
I'll expand men's sets and bless them with jewels and nuggets of wisdom. And when you leave, they'll say, who turned off the light? I will be lyrical platinum. Your birds will bling bling. I will have the crowd testify and get ready to sing. Let me out. I'm getting ready to do my thing. Had me feeling type strong. Like, like now he could do no wrong. But when I finally got that paper, he was gone. Had me mentally constipated to think about all that pip game he was kicking it. Now I realize it's that kind of poem that just talks shit. A fucking wannabe poem that never had no flow. Quit spit from a tree pole hoping their legend would grow. A hoet's best friend, a poem they'll always throw. And most open mics, their verbal precipitation is like snow. Sick of his shit? He had to go. They all had to go. So I pulled my, my Jan, John Hancock lock, put those asses in a bomb. Tell them, put your hands up and reach for my mind. Told Revolution, you come out first. Put your rhymes in my head and lay down your weapons verse by verse. Love came out next and intellectual pornographic. She tried to round up on me, tried to kiss me on my neck, tried to get me mentally erect. I was like, yo, slow down, sister. Don't make me fill a hole with holes. You want to shake your ass? Slide down this pole. I sent it her to my penile. She's been chilling in my pen. I hadn't heard from her in a while. Now, the last poem was pleading. Like he he's like, yo, I'll be the shit at readings in all the spoken word spots. Yo, I tell you, I got those punchlines that make it hot. Those love poems that make the ladies give you what they got. Yo, whatever you need, I'm versatile, bitextual, if need be. If you write and let live, spit and let be. And I said, you will not have me out here acting like a tree poet or oversexual like a whore. There's no doubt. I said, you the type of stupid poem that gets you stabbed in a shootout. So I blew his brains out. Laid in a rest, covered in white sheets, six feet deep in blue line, eulogized them in O's and gave respect and rhyme. And when the pros police show up, my defense will be, I'm not guilty by reason of poetic insanity. Hey, the stamina alone was a killer. Excuse me. Oh, man. Yo, that was dope. That was bad dope. Yeah. Oh, man. You Four did that. Three, like black thought or something. <laughs> That's how you exit. Exactly. Right. All right, bro. Thanks, man. Don't forget tonight, Swanky Takeover, 420 on 420 with the 420. We're doing all things with 420, except I won't be because I got to keep it straight and everything else. But feel free. It's open mic. Uh, Swanky Post. Hopefully, they'll be cognizant enough because they're actually in Denver right now on a mountain with some 420. So, Hopefully we can make it. We'll, we'll see what we can do. If not, it'll easily turn into a conversation because we're going to talk about what happened today, of course, while we while people talk about 420. So it's a marvelous day. Peace out, y'all. Love y'all. Good night. Peace, bro. Love you too, man. All right. Just Jay's in the building. Yeah. What's going on, bro? Not a whole lot, man. Um, uh, I showed up about five minutes later. I apologize for that to everybody. Uh, just to keep the continuity and everything moving forward. <laughs> All right, well, well, we're gonna we're gonna throw down right now. It's on you. All right. Last night, I went to the moon seeking a sleep therapist for my pet insomnia. Who, when I took to the vet, the doctor asked me, "Was his nose wet?" or if it was a dog or a cat, even though right there it sat. So I understandably got upset. I said, Doc, when it started bothering me in the daytime, I knew things between us was not fine. Why is this black nocturnal beast basking in my sunshine? 
and those are just the facts, to be exact. Dr. Jack. So what would you do to cope? Well, at first I tried to pay no mind because he left me alone during nights more quiet times. But in my job, he'd come back. So what would you do? I tried to do things that would distract. I do this and I do that. Last encounter ended with a scrap. I was too tired to fight, so I took a little nap and dreamed a dreamless dream while I floated on the raft on my back. And when I awoke, I felt beyond great. No gorilla, no ape. The house was quiet and all mine, and not a trace of insomnia could I find. The clock read 2.59, three hours and one minute before the start of my grind. So I took in some YouTube to kill some time. And before a long time, my eyes went from slits to little lines as I traveled in my mind. And moments later, my alarm clock crowed. It's time to rise and shine. Only one thing, I'm deep in peace. All right. Okay. So, what's up? All right, Nicole, we're going to swing in with you. All right. Nicole. So, Nicole. Yes. yes. Uh, I'm aware that you have a book coming out or something. Would you like See, to see your book, please? You know what? <laughs> It's still in the making. Mm -hmm. People took they took it and ran with it. So, so we gonna speak that into existence? It is. It's before the end of the year. Yes. Okay. And I'll be I'll be talking to you about any kind of funds needed. Okay. Thank you. All right. <laughs> All right. So every time, and I'm gonna give a little plug here. Every time I I look at um, Crown Rules, I think of my poem. Um, Miss Julia, um, this is a this is a poem that I wrote a long time ago, but it's called "The Question of Love." The question of love: How does one know when they're in love? Sometimes people don't know at all. We find out when our we find out we're in love when our heart is broken. How does one know when they have a broken heart? It's very simple: you ache and you long for the one you lost. It's somewhat similar to when a person falls in love. You only have that person on your mind and nothing else is in focus except them. How long does it take to get over a broken heart or a lost love? Sometimes never. I think we all take a piece of each relationship into the next one. No matter whether good or bad, you remember and you carry these feelings to the next partner. So basically, no one ever comes into a relationship with a clean slate because there's so much leftover dust from the chalk that wrote on your heart before. You can always try to wash it off, but there will still be some trace of what was there before. So we must love the best we can with what we have and hope that we can achieve the high we experienced the very first time. In peace. All right. Moving along, moving along. Julia, we got you up next. This piece is called Butterfly. 
Um, I just written, recently wrote it. What is this feeling, this ripping, this tearing? What are these voices, these tones that I am hearing? What is this desire, this longing, this yearning? What are these memories, these reminders, this learning? I see myself, my reflection is torn. New threads, old garb, no longer worn. I'm rising and climbing and stretching. I'm new, but also crying and screaming and retching too. The old me is violently passing away. My heart, my mind, my soul revived upon each new day. Now I see me without drama, without trauma, without pain, without shame. I understand the beauty that lives within my own name. Finally, ready to go forth spreading my wings, no longer the same. What is this feeling, this ripping, this tearing? What are these voices, these tones that I'm hearing? What is this desire, this longing, this yearning? What are those memories, those reminders, that learning? I've died the death, I'm here in new life. Butterfly, cocoon off, wings up, hot as fire, cold as ice, warm as love, always love, brand new. May God add blessings to your transformation too. Butterfly and peace. All right now. I love it. That was wow. beautiful. Definitely, definitely fly. Love Adrian, I want to ask you. I want to ask you a question before you go. Okay. I, I, I would expect King King was probably about to call you before I cut him off, and I apologize for that. <laughs> no, sorry, good. Cause... I want you to. I want you to explain what you do on the uh, Epiphany Radio, and everything that's that's done on Epiphany Radio, because I think Mojave didn't really sell it like he was. <laughs> but explain to the audience and everybody in the chat to know what um. What's going on with Epiphany Radio? I'm sure. Um, tonight, Mojave has this, this swanky thing about 420, <laughs> but he normally has um, a series of shows that he does. It's called One's called The Hidden, and that brings in new poets to be heard. And there's a Honey Drippers once a month. And that's a little risque, if you know what I'm saying. And... Um, <laughs> And then on, um, he has the War Council on alternate weeks as well on Tuesday. Wednesday nights, um, La Perla Negra and I have the Love Zone. And um, then Thursday is the Get Down with him and Poets um, and J-Rob, the Wise Son. And then on Fridays, there are just uh, alternating weekends with Keith Eric, the Renaissance Poetry and Breathe Easy with Murder, She Wrote. So that's just a sprinkling of what is on Epiphany. We're on seven days a week, nine o'clock unless otherwise indicated. And what's the phone number? The phone number is 319-527-6300. 
So we're there every night. All right, great. Uh, you want to? You want to? I know we kind of pressed with time, but you want to leave us with something before you slide over to Epiphany Radio? Absolutely. Um, (laughs) Thanks. This last piece is called The Reality. The reality is I'm feeling you. You're feeling me too. I just want to touch you to know if what I'm feeling is real. Been down this road a time or two. We both know the deal. I'm not promiscuous. Not sure if this needs to be serious. My eyes are wide open. I know you had someone, you had history, it's true, but I can't help it. The more we talk, the more I'm curious, the more I want you. Did I mention it doesn't have to be serious? I can't help having that tiny sliver of hope that you want me more than an addict wants dope. Baby, I'm not eloquent with words but I will light your fire, fill your head with desire, touch your heart with my soul. I don't need to be whole. I am already complete. I just want to know what's in your head. I never need to compete. I want to be your friend first, to vent on, to share the happenings of your life. Then extend the courtesy to me. Then I want you to thirst, look into my eyes and kiss me. Then hold me close to you. I'm hoping the reality comes true because I'm feeling you. Tell me you feel it too. When your lips touch my skin, the feelings won't ever end. And that's that piece. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. You're welcome. Thank you for showing up. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was Adrian, but now, right now, we're going to go with Gina Storm. So I want to do something that I hardly ever do. I'm going to do a key style. Um, I got a piece that I wrote originally on November 21st, 2015. So I'm going to freestyle around the piece that I wrote previously. I call that a key style. I titled it Puerto Rican on the weekend. I'm Puerto Rican on the weekend, so I say. I like to tell this to all my friends and they know it right away. It's not just something that I like to say, it's just actually reality for me. So here I am. There's so many layers to G. People are confused about me. I'm a poet, that's easy to see. A spoken word artist who freestyles mostly. You have to experience me. When I've been on stage previously, I was described as chamomile and lavender. Listeners said that my voice was soothing and they were relaxed just listening to the words. I don't even think that they were paying attention to the piece that I was fitting. I'll be honest with you. They seemed to be lulled into some kind of nap in the middle of the day. All I could say was, y'all are grown-ups. It's not nap time. Come back. I like to still be out here with y'all and play. It was crazy, actually. I felt like there was something that I'd done, like I sprinkled some kind of fairy dust on the audience and everybody had just been lulled. It was a cute thing, actually. I remembered it previously. I was running a daycare from home with children for special needs and the preschoolers would be with me all day. Their parents would say when they picked them up, why would they refreshed? I said, because they had a nap. They would say, I can't get them to sleep at home. You know what I told them? I don't. 
have a nap time, but I do read stories out loud. Now, if that's how they end up going to sleep, so be it. So this is one of the things that I thought was indigenous to me. It made me feel really good, and my spirit was at peace. But there were times in my life when it was turbulent. I'd been in a domestic violence relationship. My first marriage was mostly fighting, and I think I came away from that with some scars that never really healed. I was in another relationship that was long distance, and it was an engagement. And as a result, there's some PTSD. So I found different ways that I could manage my stress and still take care of me. And because today is April 20th, I thought if I didn't share something that was indigenous to the way that I like to celebrate and how I medicate, then it was not only be fair for myself, but for all of you. So I'm going to say it again. I'm Puerto Rican on the weekend. I would channel my inner Hispanic woman, and then I would be a senora on Sabado y Domingo. So for a long time, since I can't even remember when it began, people always wondered why was it that I was always being Hispanic? It wasn't so much that I wanted to be Hispanic as that my neighbors on either side when I was growing up were Mexican. And then we lived in a relationship, in a, in a neighborhood where there was a mix culturally. There were Ecuadorians. There were also some Colombians. And people think that that's because they're Hispanic, that they're all Mexicans. They are not. They had a lot of traditions and things that they cooked and they ate and music they listened to that were great. And I just enjoyed the melting pot. That was my childhood experience. So as I grew into my womanhood and I realized I had to have coping mechanisms, one of the stress relievers for me was cannabis. So what I do is put it on my head like I was a van of born. I would take a cigar and lick it and split it and fill it with medication. And then I'd roll it to perfection, light it on one end, smoke it slowly. I would release the stress from the days previously. I would be in a zone that would be my own and I would feel as though I had all this creative energy. Sometimes I clean my house from top to bottom and I already have OCD. I would cook several meals, sometimes everything that I would eat in the coming week. People would be like, you don't get munchies or start to zone. You don't ever feel paranoid. None of those other things when you're in your home alone. Nah, I chill. I'm saying that it's amazing and it's real. So if you catch me on the weekend and I'm child free, please understand that I'm Puerto Rican on the weekend. And that's what I'll be doing. It doesn't have to be a holiday. And I know today is one for me. 420 isn't just a holiday. It's the way that I make people understand that there are medicinal purposes in a plant that can grow in the earth as well as water that could make everything better. The thing that you've been prescribed that are pills, they ought to, but they have side effects and none of them are good. And they break down your intestines and other things too. But I'm not going to get into that. I'm just going to tell you I know what's good. I like to roll and light and smoke it, not just on 420, but any other day that I get the opportunity to, because it's a stress reliever and a pain reliever that's herbal, like I am, organic. I appreciate you for listening to me while I rant. I'm Gina Storm in peace. All right, um, just Jay, you're next up. <laughs> All right. There is a pervasive problem of biased violence in our theaters. 
I think not only black people, but all people have an aversion against the real heart searching in the urban cinemas from the perspective of the silver screen. Now, I'm not about to say two people in love have been all bad since Romeo and Juliet, but the topic has definitely been done to death. The story of how he never left, or the man that goes away in death, or she gave everything, including herself. Just two young folks against all odds. I want to see the love of people. The love of people when they have lived everyday lives and took to their neighbors with no heresy, no class distinction, or wealth inequality. Listen close, people. I propose a movie of epic beauty of where all men are brothers and all women are our sisters and we treat them accordingly. A place where all the children are our children and every adult is a trustworthy shepherd. A movie of how money is meaningless and being penniless is a figment and not based on pigment. If ever the green light is given for this movie, that will be the movie that costs no money. And this is a story that we all should see and it should be told in our cinemas. In peace. Absolutely. All right, bro. That's what's up. Okay. All right, uh, <clears throat> Lady A, we're gonna go with you. In light of just Jay, I'm going to read this piece that I wrote a while ago. And it's called The Color Wheel. Basic red, blue, yellow, green, and purple blend. Blended creates majestic magenta for silks and satins. Chartreuse, lime, pink, and copper woven into charmeuse. Triadic colors, vibrant hues harmonize. They are in tune. Parchment, linen, bone describe white along with lace, coconut, and rice. Flax and lemon, honey, Tuscan sun, compatriots making yellow fun. Pink flamingo, coral too, girly colors, evening sky shows, peacock, raisin, navy, denim mixed to find an angry heaven. Basil, seaweed, pine, moss, brush in hand, you are the boss. I share all this to say that brilliant colors we celebrate. Why can't we do the same with human beings of different shades? And poem. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Real nice pieces. Real right. nice. Yeah, very nice. Definitely one of Okay, Edwina, we're going to come in with you. Okay. All right. This is called uh, Snapdragon Pods. I've been having a real obsession with the way Snapdragon Pods, from certain angles, after they release their seeds, they look like skulls, you know? And as, like, um, going through things with my kids right now and just it's like a different perspective on motherhood when you have adult kids. It almost makes you feel like I relate mm -hmm. to that dragon pod just now is what I'm saying. Anyway, 
Her emerald leaves remain, regrain the duty of each new season. The spring buds blossom again, coveted, pregnant with a promise. They reason the exuberant seed emerges, juxtaposed to the labor that birthed him, and our perfect world goes on. Creation, matter, magic, blessings cost what they cost. Too proud to call this season tragic, they hush in her presence. One part duty, one part pity. There's beauty in her scars and evolution in her visit. What you sad for? My former form, I do not miss it. I'm at peace with this war. I just miss the me that desired to give it the circle rounds again. It's a curse to mourn too long on loss to appreciate what's gained. Make comfy beds before the frost. And that's at peace. Thank you. This is a piece I titled Uncharted Territory. Beautiful moments with cashmere conversations, whether we're seeing each other or simply dating. Clock the challenges of space before the hours fold. Allow a story untold, build up a higher goal. My spirit raised certain vibrations free to you. Open doors unexplored with a vernacular view. All seem fine on point without a clue. How about we do what we do while it's fresh and brand new? Smell of fresh fruit, your fragrance is appetizing. As our eyes match each other with the temperature rising, hands touch, sensual kiss with no direction. Point of affection is righteous, what a blessing. No expectation on the chill, but feel the thrill. A lot of time to kill without falling downhill. Stamp of approval, what's next is nothing less. She found the poet Joel Washington Atterbury at his best. As I recite words of pleasure, absorbing the energy she displayed. Told her this poem is from me to you, part two, King's Wave, King. Okay. You know, don't want to have a talk with you about walking the down like that. <laughs> Everybody in the chat, give it up for the poets tonight. Uh, great show, great show as always. Um, Thank you. I appreciate you guys. Like I always say, I got the best seat in the house every night. Does anybody have any last thoughts? Last thoughts or comments? <laughs> I just say thank you very much for everybody participating tonight. You know what I'm saying? Everybody in here getting busy, showing dope pieces. And yes, you know what I'm saying? Let that ink slip all over. You know what I mean? We appreciate everybody Next week. for uh, all the comments and kind words. Um, a lot of people aren't used to, uh, some people are just used to poetry, probably with their voice or just with their pen. But then when you do the visual thing, some people may have a little stage fright sometimes. Definitely having their 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 the video and it's on the internet and they want to make sure everything goes right. So you know, uh, we want to make them feel as comfortable as possible. With that, um make sure you guys to stay for a second because I want to let y'all know something. Uh everybody have a blessed week and take care until next Tuesday. We'll see you. Everybody. What's your favorite phrase, Ken? Peace, love, and poetry, everybody. <laughs> I love that. Good night, everyone.